Welcome in to Defeating the Curse. Uh, defeated the Curse. What you got for us this, this week, FP? After Haskins' shenanigans on Sunday, I hope it's not defeating the COVID. So, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It is so much more fun to podcast the previous four weeks. This is going to be tough. There's tons to talk about on-field, off-the-field stuff. The off-the-field stuff is is probably more, right? This Today was, was the biggest news drop. You know, we had two stories simultaneous. It was like all Twitter was just talking about Washington football. But I want to I wanna focus on the season first and the horrific game that Dwayne Haskins had on Sunday. And people went to fight uh, with me on Twitter and <laughs> thinking that Dwayne had a good game. So let's just dive right into it. I'm so ready. Give, I'm give so him a, ready. Give him a grade for Sunday. A, F B, C, D, F. F minus. <laughs> F minus, F negative. <laughs> it almost sounds like a uh, a blood type or something. Nah. <laughs> um, honestly, okay, he wasn't he wasn't F to me. He was C minus. Uh, he was not good enough. The, I mean, I'm, that's, I'm that's grading him. I'm grading him for Sunday. Now Sunday from no, 1 no, p.m. No. to we're, 4 p.m. We're, we're talking football only. We'll talk. We'll talk about off the field stuff. Football only. I think he's an F minus. First interception was pretty bad. It was, it first was, quarter. First quarter was absolutely F minus. I mean, he had he had eight yards. Yeah. I mean, I mean that was god awful. I think even Big Ben had more yards than. Uh, yeah, Big Ben at time. least got to like eighteen yards. <laughs> <laughs> first interception awful. Uh, shouldn't have been thrown. I mean, you're in the red zone. I don't know where you're, why you're throwing the jump ball like that. Second interception. Oh my goodness! Like I, I could not, I could not even watch that. It was, it was ridiculous. Like, yeah, he's just got zero football IQ. Um, yeah, and I mean, and you know what? He may have zero personal IQ. Like period. <laughs> after what he did Sunday night, we'll get, get into get that in that. a little bit. <laughs> uh, on the field, I mean, he, he, okay, he had a good quarter. Let's give him that. He had a B plus fourth quarter, but so what? You can't. Your B plus does not average. Like if you if you take away, you know, first quarter F, second quarter F, third quarter D plus, fourth quarter B plus, right? What does that average out to? Like a D minus? Like, averages that to my you, high school GPA. <laughs> <laughs> you you cannot take one quarter and say, oh look, he showed some improvement here, and no, he should absolutely. be the starter. He should get another chance. You got to look at it as a whole. He's had 13 games in the NFL. I think he's won, what, maybe three games, if that? Yeah, I mean, look, here's my problem, right? So it's it's two sides of a coin, right? You'll have the, the Haskins faithful, and they'll be like, oh, like he just finished like one full season. He hasn't even finished a full season yet. Like give him a chance. Oh, he hasn't. He only played one year college. Like this is this is like his junior year, blah, 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 blah right? All that trash. My thing is, you see people like Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert and all these rookies coming in who just have a better command of their offense and who have a better ability to read a defense. And and I said this on Twitter. I said it to ULP. I've been saying it nonstop on Reddit. When you watch a Dwayne Haskins football game when he is under center he's taking snaps 
you don't hear his voice. You don't hear adjustments. You don't hear audibles. You don't hear protections being changed. You don't hear linemen shouting things back to do. Like, you hear none of that. When do you hear him be like, Mike, Mike, you hear nothing. All it is is call the play in the huddle, get up to the line, hut, falls in his hand. It's immediately out of his hand because he can't make reads. Like, he has proven time and time again that he does not understand NFL defenses or he's not fast enough to read NFL defenses or he can't see what package is on the field. He can't see if it's like uh, like cover two or whatever, and he just calls the play. And we just have to pray as an offense, and Scott Turner just has to pray that whatever play he chose – fits whatever defense got put on the field as well. And that's never going to work because guess what, Dwayne? Defenses can adjust to what they see on offense. It's a two-way street, and we're doing nothing. And I don't know if it's the the coaches or whoever like saying, like don't worry about protections or audibles, just call the play and, and get it out of your hand and, and try to not make a mistake. But he, he's proven to not even do that. He can't even do – the, the common sense move or the logical move or throw it away or not take a sack or anything like that. He's, he just simply can't do it. I, I said this to you in private. I'll say it here on the pod. I think the best thing for Dwayne Haas is I don't know if this is possible. Go back to college. Go play. You did one year. Go play three more years in college and come back out again. I don't know if it's possible, but like he is no better at understanding football and understanding defenses than a high school quarterback right now. No, it, at this, I at mean, this point, if he sat with D'Angelo Hall in a game of Madden and had Hall explain to him what the coverages were on the Madden screen, he'd learn more. Like, he's nowhere near ready to be an NFL quarterback. Nowhere near ready. Yeah, we've seen it. We we saw it with Jay Gruden. We saw it with Bill Callahan. Now we're seeing it again with Ron Rivera twice this season. He's just he's, – he's so awful. I, I don't think there's anything else that can be said. Like, he's just not ready. He, I mean, I, I guess if you can't go back to college, you can go be a backup somewhere behind, like, a, a Justin Herbert or behind someone who's young and get, like, eight years of backup experience. And then maybe at that point you'll be able to understand it. But he's also shown that, I mean, he's been in the league, what, uh, two years, two almost years. two full years, and he still doesn't know, like, defenses he doesn't know the basic concepts he doesn't know he doesn't have command of the huddle he all those types of things that you you mentioned he just doesn't have it he he's not it he's not a winner he's not a leader he i mean okay great you're good at long bombs on on instagram with nobody covering yeah you know okay go go play flag football even if you watch like that that one clip where the game's over He's walking to the side to the tunnel with his head down, mask not worn properly, looking all defeated. And then Chase Young comes up to him. He's like, come on, man, like pick your head up. Like we got this. And they run into the tunnel together. That's a clear sign of leader, not leader. Who should have the captain's patch and who doesn't deserve the captain's patch. And it's just the the most frustrating part of Dwayne Haskins, right? Like if you're going to be trial by fire in the NFL, that's not easy for any quarterback. But at the very least, at the very least, if you're going to come in inexperienced, learning like how to swim in the deep end, do everything else right, right? The fan base is tough. 
the DC media is tough. Everyone's going to judge you, but do everything else right. Like give yourself an easier path to learn. Like why do you do these boneheaded on-field mistakes, boneheaded off-field mistakes, boneheaded like characteristic traits that you have? Like just shut up, man. Like you have Ryan Leaf, Ryan Leaf saying this looks familiar, bro. There, there is no no worse thing that can be said about a quarterback than than Ryan Leaf saying, "Hey, you remind me of myself." Yeah, it's it's awful. It's horrible. Just, I mean, like, you have Ron Rivera. You have a builder of men, a character builder. Like, the perfect guy to have in charge of your young NFL career. Just do what the man says, and the rest will eventually come. Like, I do truly believe the rest will eventually come for Dwayne Haskins. He has an arm talent, right? Things can be learned. Football's not that complicated, but just put in some effort, man. Just if you if 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 Dwayne Haskins put in as much attention to detail and effort that I assume Chase Young did, who guess what made the Pro Bowl his freshman uh, uh, first year, like you could be a great quarterback, right? Like you already have the connection with Terry. You already sort of know the offense we're running. You could have an amazing career, but you're putting in negative negative effort yeah the writing was on the wall i think it was in the second quarter when there was a a video angle of haskins looking through the surface tablet looking at plays and twitter went went nuts and said oh man look how awesome this guy is he's studying on the off uh, on the on the sideline like come on dude everyone does that backup quarterbacks do that third string quarterbacks do that like that is not something to be proud of that's part of the job that's 101 of the job like he, he it, it's I don't know it, I don't think he's a bad guy I think he's actually a nice kind guy and and by all accounts of everyone who's been around him he's like yeah he's nice he's you know he's chill whatever it is he's maybe it's just it takes him longer to learn defenses like he's got I, the, he's got the he's got the athleticism he's got you know I don't know he's, if he's like, a nice guy dude I I don't know like from draft day, right? The the NFL is going to regret it. The New York Giants are going to regret it. People were calling the Giants racist for taking Daniel Jones. He had a chip on his shoulder, and us as fans were like, "Yeah, cool. Like he's mad. He's gonna he's gonna work hard." Now none of that happened. And then he comes in, crap situation with Gruden, lame duck season. Callahan doesn't want him. Blah blah blah. And then you have Selfie Gate. Okay, that was stupid. Everyone forgave you, right? And then you come in this season, off-season pictures, shirtless pictures, throwing deep palms, practicing with A.B. and, and Mohamed Sanu, and everyone's like, cool, he's putting in the effort. He's showing growth from season one to season two. You suck the first four games. You don't pass Ron Rivera's like, simple tests that he gives you. You're salty about it. Your agent is, is salty for you on social media. Like It's just it's a constant battle with you. You lose your job. You're in streets. You're not even dressing up. Okay. You didn't even show up to one game, right? Yeah, you fake an illness or you have stomach problems, whatever. Even if it was valid, like F you, BS excuse. And then God has literally granted you another chance through two injuries to be back on this field. 
with a defense that can carry you and, and essentially prove that you don't have to do that much and you look not prepared, you look slow to start, you look like you're just like I don't know what you've been doing the the six weeks since you were benched. And it's and, like and he just makes the offense look so sluggish and so slow and so hard to find an open receiver where you put in someone like a Kyle Allen and then immediately you're able to move the ball, you know, 100 yards a quarter, whatever it is. You're right. able to. And I mean, even even Dwayne's good drives, right, where he ran for a first or he made uh, uh, throws to Logan Thomas or J.D. McKissick or Terry like you. You made throws that built your stats up, but let's be honest, if you look at that film, Logan Thomas had miraculous catches. He stepped up to make your crap pass look better. J.D. McGissick, he stepped up to make your crap passes look better. You never hit them in stride. You never gave them a chance for true yak. It's their athletic ability that made your stats look better. And it's just amazing to me that, that... people or or Dwayne in his mind is like, Hey man, I put up 298 yards or whatever the F he threw for. And it's like, dude, you, if you hit them right, you could have hit 400 yards. If you were prepared, you could have been 350 yards. Like you could have been so much better. And you're taking like this crap that like these padded stats and you're looking at yourself like, yeah, see, I could do this. You can't, you cannot do it. And as soon as he gets cocky, as soon as he gets in a rhythm, what do you see? You see him then revert back to, I have this amazing cannon for an arm. Let me drill it into this receiver. Oops, I didn't read the coverage. Turnover. Like, come on. It, it with, with Dwayne, on the field and off the field, it's two steps forward, ten steps back. Not one step back, ten steps back. And at this point in time, and this is without even getting to after the game, like if after the game didn't happen, I still, at this point in time, I want you cut. I don't want your personality in that locker room. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that this team and this game was probably the easiest situation for him to be in. Why? Because the game plan was don't turn over the ball. All you got to do is protect the ball, find the check down, get the easy pass, let the defense win the game. And if that would have happened, I mean, who knows, right? Like you you don't turn over the ball in in the red zone. Maybe you get three points. Maybe you know, you get another three, maybe Hopkins doesn't miss the field goal. You're able, I mean, at the end of the game, you're, you're in field goal range. You take back to back sacks. Like, what are you doing? I don't care if the right tackle got blown up, get rid of the ball. Like find the, find the hot read. You know? Yeah. I mean, run. we saw, we Do saw something. We, it, you're literally the Finley last play the of the Bengals. game. Finley yeah, on so, the Bengals is con- considerably crappier than you by all scouts out there. And he was about to get blown up with the blitz. He threw the ball away. It didn't matter that his line got blown up. He threw the ball away. You don't have to take the sack. You And you saw him. He actually had some legs on Sunday. Like, if you have those legs, like, try to avoid the sack. Step right. Step left. Step up in the pocket. Do something. Don't just sit there getting sacked. It's it, yeah, you're right. It's all about stats for him, right? He, and he didn't want to, you know, maybe have the turnover or whatever it is. But I, I can live with a turnover on the last play of the game because you tried to get it. I cannot live with a sack on the last play of the game to end the game. Like, come on, dude. That's that's basics football. That's that's one on one. 
It's frustrating. Let, let's let's pivot. Um, you know, the football team is still in first place of the NFC East. Thank you to the Browns and thank you to Colt McCoy. Um, the the Giants have a tough game this week with the Ravens, who are still fighting for a wild card spot. Who are fighting for AFC North? Thank you, Bengals. <laughs> That's true. I think it's is this still in reach? I don't think it's in reach. It's it's in reach. It absolutely is. If the Steelers somehow lose their next game, and you assume the Ravens beat the, the Ravens, Giants, uh, are an eight-win team though, right? No, the sorry, the the Browns are, are within AFC North reach. Yeah, the Browns are. The Ravens are not. The Ravens are in wild card contention. They're currently out, but the Ravens are a good team. Um, they got screwed with having a large three-play game. Um, so the Ravens can easily make the wild card and, um, it starts the Sunday against the giants. The football right. team's got, um, Carolina, Carolina and Philly, and Philly. two easier yeah, matchups. Can, Carolina can, just fired the GM. We can uh, lock up NFC East on Sunday. If we win giants lose and somehow miraculously as crazy as 2020 is, the Washington football team has a chance to rest players in week 17. I can remember easily five week 17s, usually against NFC East dud opponents who played spoiler for us. And now we're in a position to rest our players week 17. It's amazing. Yeah, but we got to take care of business first because um, who knows who's going to be quarterback. I think we'll find out more tomorrow for sure. Um, I don't think Dwayne Haskins is going to be at practice. I'm hoping that Alex can go. The word on the street is if not, um, this is his name. Taylor, Trevor, Heineken, Henke, whatever his name is. Heineken and Steven Montez. Montez will be uh, on the uh, on the bench. Um, Taylor will be starting quarterback. And you know what? It, this may be you know justifiable for all those Dwayne lovers to see another quarterback in there who doesn't need to win the game with you know any of his throws and see if he can check down into you know 14 points and, and a win. Yeah, just let and JD like, McKissick do his thing, right? Don't make mistakes and pray that the defense can stop Carolina. I mean, it's not that hard of a game plan. I've watched zero film of this guy, so uh, not sure how good he's going to be. I think he has some some experience with Carolina. I think he actually played in NFL games there. But um, who knows? Yeah, he's he's we'll familiar with, with Scott and Ron's offense. So that's, I think, why he's edging out Steven Montez. But I mean, personally, I, I was upset today to see that the Niners picked up Josh Rosen. I didn't know he was on the practice squad. But, man, I, I don't know if it's just because he was picked in the first round and he didn't really get a fair shot with whatever dumb coach that Arizona had that one year. But I would have picked him up weeks ago and let him learn the system I mean, there's I no he's way he's worse than Dwayne. I, I think he would have been a potential you know longer term solution for the football team but who knows I, I do trust ron and i guess if um i'm not smarter than ron right ron knows everybody on the on the practice squad and same with kyle smith um so we'll see let's pivot to off the field sunday talk here sunday there's two two big two big stories Story number one happened, really broke news yesterday with the pictures of Dwayne Haskins and his his after party on a Sunday night. Story number two, 
Of course, the Washington Post releases another story about, um, I guess, sexual allegations or misconduct on Dan Snyder himself on, um, in, uh, I think it was 2009. Right. That That's going through courts, and uh, I'm not going to pretend like I'm, I know all the details of that. There's There's so many details of that that just don't even make sense to someone who's not in the law field. Um, but what I gather is that Dan was at a country music awards festival and on his flight back, I guess he was it acoustic accosted this, this woman, then they fired her and they came to a $1.6 million settlement with an NDA that she would not, not sue the team. And I, I guess five people were a part of this NDA. I don't know who the other, the other five members are. Um, the other interesting part I saw about the story was it's it's going through court. They wanted to redact the end. Well, I guess the judge allowed the NDA to go public. Both parties decided they wanted to redact some things of it before it went public. But what I just read, which confuses me, is that the Washington Post went to the judge and said, hey, we demand that the public know about this. So we want access to this NDA. which I'm dumbfounded that a freaking newspaper can can get access to this to, I guess, protect the public. Like, who's the Washington Post to be getting into this? Like, stay in your lane. Like, WTF. Like, the thing is, like, you, you assume it's like they have a vendetta for the Washington football team, which some people say they do. But I think it's more of, like, woke cancel culture that's driving the force behind the Washington Post and the Times really being like, we want to know what's going on. The public deserves to know. Which, yes, in in some way that's true, but it's like, I I, I don't know. But, it's it's tricky. Like, I don't know how. Case. Yeah, this I don't is know a how. Legal Dan case gets about out of finances, about money, about all kinds of stuff. Right, and like, that I, I that think, that was all a play. Like this is a play from that because. Through, I guess, Snyder trying to get evaluation for the the minority shares or, like, have first refusal or whatever, like, that long story is with all that legal jargon in it that makes me snore as as soon as I try to read it. Somewhere along the lines, the NDAs were opened up for the outside – uh, council to be able to really get a picture of what's going on in the Washington football team and really be able to make a decision that can lead to Dan buying the minority shares or, or getting a higher valuation for the, the minority shares or something or whatever. And through that, a lower we saw, valuation. right. And then through that, we saw, uh, Shar and, and whoever else like be like that, that one agent or lawyer or whatever was like, the, the text screenshot we saw that's like, hey, Dan, like, you know, I know shit and it's not the media shit. It's the other stuff. And I'll let it out. And I'm assuming that's what this is. Like this leaked NDA is the, the big piece that they've been waiting to play. And truly, I don't know how Dan can get out of it. Well, there was there were no details. There were no like Dan did X to this person there were no you know specific things that he did 
I mean, if you look at it, I mean, it, I guess in legal terms, he aggressively approached someone. But I mean, that I could mean, that could really mean anything, right? My assumption is he had one too many whiskey sours and then got a little handsy on the plane, which by no means is acceptable behavior. But I like Dan is. He's fighting a lot of negative commentary between yeah. the cheerleader scandal and the the culture in the in in the Ashburn and just sex trafficking essentially. Like he has so many negative things, but they've all never nece- they've never necessarily stuck to Dan himself. Nothing this was on him until now. One, right. This is the first one that's actually on him, and. I mean, there's precedents now, right? Like the the former Carolina Panthers owner essentially had a similar situation and he was forced to sell. The difference is Carolina is a much smaller market and the Washington football team is a much more lucrative franchise. And the question is, do the other owners who, assuming have plenty of skeletons in their own closet, do they essentially bubble wrap Dan and say we can't have like a new new blood in here to own one of like the most storied and lucrative franchises. Like that can be that has to be the only way Dan is protected. I heard earlier this week that all the owners were actually on Dan's side and you know wanted him to take full you know to to own the the whole team. Who knows? I, and by no means are we fans of Dan. I mean I don't think anybody in this town is a fan of Dan. Um, and it, it, I mean, the honestly, one thing he was so legal was keeping the name and that changed. So, yeah, at this point, like, you know, I, I guess let the court system figure it out. Right. And and, you know, us as fans, who cares? Ron's not going anywhere. Jason Wright's not going anywhere. Um, well, that so that's know, the, that's a concern. Right. Because if a new owner comes in, maybe they do leave. You don't know. You, I highly it, doubt it. I highly doubt it too, but there's just no way to know. There's just no way to know. I mean, it's literally like uncharted territory. And I hope that Jason Wright and Ron Rivera get to stay, but F you. Yeah, Dan. I mean, I, I, I could see uh, maybe a, a new owner wanting to bring in his own president. Um, so I could see maybe Jason Wright being on the outs of that. But I don't see someone wanting to come in and, and change Ron Rivera after seeing what he's gone through. Cancer, yeah. name change, Washington Post stories, dumbass Dwayne Haskins, you know, Alex Smith story. Like, there's so much good that Ron has done. Like, I, I can't see anyone wanting to, to part ways with him. Now, and, perfect and also, segue. But you also have to remember, right, Ron's contract and Jason Wright's contract is with the organization. It's not with Dan. So just because True. The, the CEO yeah. leaves or the, the owner leaves, that doesn't mean like all contracts are void. Yeah, but money so, talks. I mean that I mean, everything's fluff when, when money's involved. I mean, now, but how much is how much is Ron getting paid over the next you know, I don't know how long his contract is, five years or whatever. I, I mean, mean if I'm, you're buying I'm a sure multi billion dollar franchise, you don't care at that point. I don't think so, dude. You you'd be surprised. Forty million dollars is a lot of money to billion years I mean, even. I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, but I do want I want to segue back to Haskins. Um, I think we're done we're done with the Dan talk. Yeah, I, I think the synopsis is we don't really care what happens. I think the Washington Post is annoying and they just yeah, need just to, let us focus on football. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
Do what you need to do, but just let us focus on football. Well, when was the last time they actually wrote a football story? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They don't write football stories. They just write stories about how how horrible this franchise is and how whatever. Whatever. Dwayne Haskins is is an idiot. What he did on Sunday night. I mean, gosh. Like, dude, if I – oh, my gosh. If your coach (laughs) is literally going through cancer treatment, just finished two weeks ago, and you're out at a strip club with no mask on, like literally exposing him in the middle of a playoff push when you just got to start. Like, dude, how stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? Here's here's the the annoyance that I have with it, right? If If COVID wasn't our world right now, if you wanted to go blow off steam after a loss, nobody bats an eye. Do it. Whatever. You got money. You're young. You want strippers and and women next to you? By all means, every person deserves the right to blow off steam however they want to do that. Now, COVID is our world. You, being the idiot that you are, with Ron recovering from cancer, with your opportunity to start, with a playoff push, go to a strip club immediately after the game. Like It was so soon after the game it was like left FedEx Field, went straight to stadium or whatever the 45-minute drive was to get to this D-League Sunday afternoon strip club. Just wear the damn mask. Honestly, if you wore the mask, nobody cares about the pictures. Point blank. Wear the mask, nobody cares about the pictures. The bigger problem is you wear the mask, you can essentially give yourself plausible deniability. Be like, nah, that wasn't me. And nobody could necessarily truly say it was you or nobody would even try to even bother taking a picture of you because you have the mask on. Like, again, back to your biggest issue doing Haskins, the smallest, dumbest, easiest things to fix. You're not fixing. You're making your life so much more difficult and you're surrounding yourself like. What was the the commentary when we drafted him? Oh, he's a he's a local guy. His family's here. They're gonna keep him in check. He's gonna surround himself with people that like care about the team. Have always been fans. Blah 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 blah. No, <laughs> clearly that's not the case. You're surrounding yourself with thoughts and thirst traps that want to like put pictures on the gram so they can get some more followers. So a couple more blue checked athletes can slide into their DMs like. Dude, like, it's not yeah. that difficult. It's not that difficult. If he, if he wore a mask, would he still be breaking protocol? I, is the protocol I, just you have to wear a mask wherever you go? I'm, or is the protocol gonna, you can't go to clubs? I'm going to go on a limb and say it would still be against protocol, but I feel like it would be more of a slap on the wrist violation than a potential four-game suspension you're done in the NFL at least with Washington issue. But yeah, the team came out and said that they're going to handle this internally and they, they didn't need the NFL to get involved. Um, I, I, I mean, I think there's, there's no way Ron's going to let him in that building, right? Like he's, that's, you know, high exposure. Who knows what else he was doing? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will never like, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of you're an individual you can make your own choices. You can go wherever you want to go. That's all fine. 
right? Like do what you want to do, be with who you want to be with, all that stuff, right? But in the COVID world, when your coach is battling cancer, yeah, that's dumbest where I have thing an issue. You could do. Dumbest thing you could do. Like, like it, it would be dumb if your coach was Sean McVay and you're in a playoff push and you just got a start and you went and did it. It would be dumb, right? If your coach is Ron Rivera battling cancer, that's like that's inexcusable dumb. It's not I even think, the battling the cancer part. It's Ron Rivera who puts character over everything. And yeah, you're but, still going to go do these stupid things. Character over everything. Ron has said from day one, I am looking for good character guys. If you can play, you're going on the field. I want good character guys. I don't care about divas. I don't care about stars. Blah, blah, blah. Good character. We have yet to see Dwayne show any good character. I mean, dude, after he got drafted, had a GQ article about how he spent his first million dollars. And he has like a blinged out, iced out watch and like the the Bentley or rolls that he bought like instantly, instantly went and got this stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. If I got a buttload of money, I'd go buy a nice ass watch. I'd go probably get a nice car. But it's like there's a way to do it where the public eye isn't like, look at this D-bag. Right. Like You're sitting on the sideline with an iced out number seven on your earring and the number seven thing. F you, Dwayne Haskins, for forcing Joe Theismann to accept your request to wear number seven and then completely shit all over it. It is now the most worthless. Like, there's number seven Dwayne Haskins jerseys probably stuffed in the back of, like, every Marshalls and TJ Maxx for $14.99 because you're just trash to this, like, fan base now. Yeah. Poor Joe Theismann. Yeah. Yeah, ripped that captain's patch off of him. I wouldn't eat. Why did I mean, he even honestly, have a captain's patch? What was that about? Because Ron is instilling confidence in him, and he thought maybe if I give this guy confidence, he'll be actually step up. So poor baby needs a little confidence boost? Yep. Oh, exactly. Oh, poor guy. F yep. you, Dwayne Haskins. I hope you get cut. I, I hate you. I hate you. I don't hate people. I hate you. I hope you get <laughs> cut. Waste the draft capital. I'll pay whatever you need to get paid. Go get double salaried sitting on the bench for Oakland or whatever. Get off this team. Get out of this locker room. Get out of this tri-state area. Go jump off a cliff. I'm done with you. You're trapped. I'd, I'd suspend him, not let him in the building, wait till the offseason. I mean, you're not going to get anything for a trade from him. I mean, a seventh round or something like that, a sixth round. Even and that. To any of our 27 listeners, to any of our 27 listeners that somehow – are still pro Dwayne Haskins, you guys can leave too, right? You have seen true leadership in Chase Young, and you have seen stand-up character in Orion Kerrigan through his entire career, hasn't had, like, a speeding ticket. I just You've seen quality players on this team and people that take pride in their craft. How can you stand behind this man still? How how can you stand behind Dwayne Haskins? What has he done on or off the field from day one till now that makes you go, yeah, I'm still for Dwayne? If, You're blind. If he was, You're blind. If he, if he was a third or fourth or fifth round pick, he would have already been cut. He would have already been cut. I mean, that's the only thing that he had going for him is Absolutely. that he had one good season at Ohio State and he was a first round pick. Which, I mean, Ohio State, like, 
Justin Fields is probably like I, I don't, I'm not going to call him Dwayne Haskins 2.0, but you watch some of those Ohio State games. Yeah, no shit. You had a great year. Your receivers have nobody around them for 10 yards, 40 yards down the field. Anybody can make that pass. LP could go out there with his noodle arm and make that pass. It's not difficult in an Ohio State offense to make these amazing touchdown passes. And nobody's out here being like, oh, he got snubbed and he didn't win the Heisman. No, the people in charge of giving the Heisman, they look at you, they look at Kyler Murray, and they're like, hmm. Yeah, Dwayne didn't really play in an offense that really showed his athletic skill. So he doesn't get the Heisman. Yeah, I'm not high on Justin Fields either. Um, hard pass on him, at, even if it's later in the in the draft. Hard pass. But yeah, there's no room for Dwayne on this team. Uh, I mean, we're about probably 12 hours away from um, seeing if he shows up to practice tomorrow. But my my guess is no. I did. I mean, I dude did find... deleted his Twitter, made his IG private. Like, come on, man. Too little, too late. I, I did find one point on Twitter kind of interesting. I won't say who it's from, um, but there was, a, I guess, a fact rolling around in the summer that there was one football team player who had tested positive um, for COVID and was already, you know, over it and, and fine. And they were saying maybe that was Dwayne and Dwayne has the antibodies and Dwayne doesn't think he's going to get sick again. Dwayne doesn't think he can pass it on to anybody else. So therefore he didn't wear a mask. I mean, maybe that's true, but I, even if that is true, like you're in the middle of a playoff push, you're not that good. You don't do that. You don't do that in the COVID world. I mean, I I wish I could like be a fly on the wall in like Chase Young's like house or car and like see what he does after a game where there's a loss. Now I would assume. It's go get some food, get some rest, recover your body, probably immediately because that's just the type of player Chase is. And then after you take like a mental break from the game, like Sunday you recover, you watch the rest of the games, you text your boys, whatever. Maybe you get up with one of your uh, your girl or whatever, like fine. But I would assume like Monday morning you're 100% business again. You hit the late room, you hit the film room, you do all that stuff, you you focus on your game. Why would somebody like Dwayne think he doesn't need to do that? What? Why? It's, it's just it's, it's, my, I'm, I'm mind blown that somebody so bad thinks he doesn't need any practice. He's like a dude, he's like a freshman standing up in like English class giving a book report and you can tell this dude has clearly not read the book and he's just up there like struggling to get <laughs> through it. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the teacher's looking at you. Everybody's looking at you like, dude, just sit down and, and <laughs> study and read. And he's, and he's just, you can't fake it till you make it in the NFL. That's essentially what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there's nothing he can do. I don't I don't see a path for him to be a quarterback in the NFL for at least 36 months at least. He I, like I said I think he needs to go back to college. If that's even an option, go back to college. How this dude replaced Burrow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Forgot about that. 
Now let's let's pivot uh, really quick. Five 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 second segment about Sunday's game. What do we think the outcome is going to be? I think it all depends on who's starting quarterback, right? If it's Alex, I'm I'm confident. I'm super confident. If it's Tyler Henke, um, I am still pretty confident because I think uh, he'll be able to at least execute the offense better than Dwayne, in my opinion. And I think uh, if Antonio Gibson is back, then it's a home run, right? You you run the ball, go really run heavy, you get the ball to McKissick, you get the ball to Terry a few times, you let the defense do their thing. Don't make any special teams mistakes, no fumbles, no turnovers. I think you can sail to a win. Yeah, I'm 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 on the the same page as you. I I think with Alex, I'm very confident. Without Alex, my confidence is there depending on two things. Antonio Gibson, which if he's rested, bring him in for sure. If not, I think you can still afford to rest him one week because Peyton Barber and JD McKissick have proven to be quality. Well, you got Lamar, you got Lamar and you Miller have back. Lamar Miller, right? So I think if AG needs the rest, rest him. But if he's there, the confidence goes up. The bigger thing is the defense. They gave up a lot of rushing yards to the Seattle Seahawks, and I don't see them allowing that to happen against Carolina again. Now, well, hopefully, actually, Christian look McCaffrey. At every running back, every running quarterback that we've faced this year, we've had trouble with. So right. and, you'd imagine and Teddy, that's an Teddy Two Gloves is is he's pretty mobile. But my, my bigger concern is if Christian McCaffrey plays. That's the concern. But regardless... I don't I think, think he's playing. I think Rule said he hopes he could play something like that. Maybe just playing... He's played like once all year. I don't think he's playing. I mean, I mean at this point... Playoffs, at this point, just being on the field is a distraction. I mean, he could just go full Scottie Pippen on us and just be there to distract the defense. You don't know. But I, I, I do see the defense as a whole... They're a prideful unit, and I don't think they want to be giving up rush yards like they did, against, they did against Seattle. And I think that's the key to the game. Well, the thing is you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You see the playoffs right there. Um, and I, I, the defense is not going to take that lightly. I think this is going to be a defensive standout game. Um, and I think, you, like I said, you don't turn the ball over. I think you can easily win. Yeah, and the most important thing is – the game got flexed. It's now a 405 or 425 CBS game, which means us as fans will know if the Giants have lost before the, the football team takes the field. Um, hopefully, Ron Rivera either blocks everybody out and they don't know the outcome of that game, or he uses that as like the most fiery, motivational this is it, this is the game, win and you're in, type motivation, and you're, you're, you're golden. So it could go both ways. I'm hoping he sort of tells – I'm hoping the Giants lose and Ron uses it as motivation because in, in today's world, there's no way you can't find out. But Is it a 405 or 425? Because that actually makes a difference because if it's 405, the game could be still going on. I think it's 425. I think okay. I think coverage might be maybe starts four or five, but I think kickoff is four twenty five. Okay, is it America's game of the week? No, it's a CBS game, but I think we get Tony Romo, which will be nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. I'm done with these uh, B League uh, commentators that we've been getting. Anyways, <laughs> the NBA is back. We'll have a show with Joe coming up soon. 
Howie Maybe. Kendrick has retired. We'll be having a show with Steve coming up soon. Maybe. And uh, Highly doubtful. Who's Steve? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring the whole gang back together. We'll we'll do it. That's Maybe we'll get twenty to talk about Mayweather versus Paul. Doubt it. Who's Mayweather versus Paul? Floyd Mayweather versus Jake Paul, the YouTube personality. Come on, man. If you, I know stuff uh, that you don't know, that's bad. A YouTube personality is fighting Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good luck, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I might watch that. Is that a is that a um It's a pay per view. You wanna you wanna spend eighty dollars to watch a fight? Hell no. I don't <laughs> That's stupid. I don't. I don't get that either. But whatever. I'm not. I'm not spending money to watch uh, any sport. Definitely not buying Flow Sports TV to watch DC United. <laughs> and FP has zoned out. It's Boy, been fun. Right. Thanks for joining us. Catch us on uh, Twitter at Defeat the Curse. Let us know what you think about Dwayne Haskins and what the football team should do with him. It's Tweet us. Fun. We'll fight you back. We will. That we will. DTC underscore FP, DTC underscore LP. (laughs) Let's go. We are out.